Hey everyone, good afternoon and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Korman, Ed Carson here with a breakdown of the action in today's session and a look at how the week played out and what a week it was. We saw the market rally kick things into high gear, Ed, fueled by artificial intelligence. Uh, should intelligent investors be putting more money to work? Yeah, it's definitely uh, that's a good question. Uh, there's definitely some some really strong action. It was it was a little uneven, uh, but I want to take a look at three stocks that are not AI focused. See if we can see if there's any breadth that we can there. Uh, Lifetime Group, Meritage Homes, and Mercado Libre. Okay, we will take a look at those three stocks. But first, a look at the major indexes. So uh, pretty notable gains for the week and didn't budge a whole lot on Friday, even though investors digested Fed-related headlines, debt ceiling headlines. We saw the NASDAQ down a quarter of a percent today, the Dow off three-tenths of a percent, the S&P down one-tenth of a percent, and the Russell down six-tenths of a percent today. Uh, but if you take a look at a weekly chart, especially of the NASDAQ here, Ed, looks like a pretty clear breakout. Yeah, the NASDAQ looks really strong. And there was a little bit more breadth within the NASDAQ. Uh, went from just, a, it, it had been really limited to a lot of the mega caps. Uh, definitely was a more expansion, more chips, more software. Uh, really strong gains here. A lot of those were AI focused, not all of them, but a lot of them had an AI, you know, a play to them. Uh, so that was uh, nice to see that. Uh, a, there were some stocks that flashed by signals in the NASDAQ, so some of them are now extended. Uh, but uh, yeah, NASDAQ looks great. Yeah, and looking at how many weeks we had with such tight closes, we finally got out of this trading range that we had developed for a number of weeks, Ed. And if you go back to May 10th, that was the day that we did get a close above this area and IEBD upgraded the market outlook to uptrend resumes and the uptrend has resumed. How long it lasts from here is the question it seems like right around 13,000, maybe a little higher, could be the next level to watch. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's that's a really good area to look at. I was in NASDAQ 100 has already hit, cleared that level. It's already at a 52 week high. Um, you could almost argue that like, oh, wow, is that due for a pullback? Uh, I think next week's NVIDIA earnings are going to be really important because if you if you had to think about it, like it's a mega cap, it's AI focused, it's more than doubled in 2023. I mean, there'd be nothing wrong with a pause or a modest pullback. So that would be fine. And it would probably be healthy for NVIDIA. I uh, certainly don't want to see a, a big sell off, uh, you know, next week, because that would probably also ripple out to a lot of other names, too. So that's something to watch. But uh, I think that uh, the, the NASDAQ really, really has been showing strength here. That it has. And speaking of breadth, let's take a look at QQQ versus QQEW. And I'm going to zoom back in on a daily chart. Before the week, up about 2.5%. It does seem like we've seen some improvement beyond, as you said, just the, those mega cap techs. We're seeing a little bit of broadening of strength it appears yeah i mean these are still big cap names we're talking about the nasdaq 100 mostly techs non-financial so but they really did take off late in the you know mid late week uh showing strength really for the first time in a while uh that would that was encouraging okay and then we'll look at spy versus rsp so here's a look at spy 
RSP. This is the equal weight S&P 500 ETF. Still not seeing improvement in this area too much, Ed. We can take a look at a weekly chart. We did see a gain of about 1%, but no clear break of the downtrend. Yeah, the RSP, that's showing a little bit more weakness, and that's that's just been a consistent problem. Uh, it was just it was just starting to show some some life on Thursday. Oh, we get a little bit more, maybe things, but yeah, definitely something to watch. And you can see that relative strength line, how it's deteriorated, uh, you know, in the last several months, you know, just really come down hard after basically, you know, basically being in line with the S&P. There wasn't that much of a difference. And then all of a sudden, it's just all fallen apart. So uh, that's that's still something we want to see mm -hmm. better. Right. Uh, and I guess one might wonder, though, Ed, if we wait to have the comfort of strength in RSP or other indicators and every uh, group swimming in the right direction, have we missed the early stages of a move or is there always going to be that worry that the market rally is going to have to combat. Yeah, that is it. Look, it has been a little tougher this time, but there's always that kind of situation. You don't know when things really just start get going. It's like, was well, it really going to happen? Are they going to fall back? And we have had a lot of false starts in addition to this being a somewhat split market. Uh, yeah. So that's a situation where, you know, this is why we talk about adding positions gradually. Okay. Noticing the strength, knowing it's a little uneven, but maybe taking little positions here. And if they work, keep on going. And some of them really worked. Uh, and just not going massively into it on any given day. Just if things are working, gradually expand and uh, treat it that way. So you don't want to ignore when the market is showing strength, even when it is a little uneven. Just, but you just have to take that into account. You, know, you, you, you just have to try to be, uh, be careful as you step in. Yes. And now let's take a look at blue chips. Here's the Dow not seeing uh, the same kind of strength that we're seeing in tech stocks for blue chips. Yeah. With the Dow and the RSP, they basically both they were looking pretty weak on Tuesday. You pointed out how May 10th was a big deal for the NASDAQ, but not so much for these indexes. And, you know, it got below the 50 day line on Tuesday. Uh, you know, closing below there for the first time in a while. So I was like, oh boy, this is not looking good. And then boy, there was a, there was a turnaround. I mean, not that much of a turnaround for the Dow, but uh, that shows you how quickly things can turn when you're in a sideways market, when it's a little uneven, things can look very bearish and then quickly turn to very bullish in, in, in a very short time. Yes. And IWM, this is the ETF that tracks the Russell 2000 that's going to be pulling up here. Would be great to see more participation from small cap stocks, Ed. And we did see some strength on Wednesday, Thursday, a downside reversal today. But uh, for the week, let's see how things uh, shook out here for the Russell up about 1.9%. So closing above the 10-week line, we still have that 40-week line to conquer. Yeah, so there's improvement. Uh, bank stocks generally did well. They had some, they came down on Friday, but definitely that that helped out. So, we, you know, there was some more breadth. It just was a little tentative. The, you know, the, the expansion of the breadth was, okay, that's nice, but we want to need to see a lot more of it uh, consistently to feel, to feel a lot better about that. Mm -hmm. And let's take a look at the 10-year Treasury yield, zero TNX in Market Smith, up a whopping 6.6% this week. So what are your thoughts, Ed, with seeing uh, a climbing 10-year yield while we're seeing a tech rally? 
Yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting. We have weaker economic data overseas, but stronger in the U.S., and that's helping out. Uh, maybe optimism that people feel like, uh, you know, that you aren't worried about a debt ceiling crisis, and there may be a that may mean the Treasury is going to un, you know, unleash a bunch of new debt because they'll be able to raise the debt. You know, they'll be issuing a lot more. Uh, but this should be this could be a headwind for the market, especially for growth stocks. It's, it's ironic that some of the more aggressive growth names were the big leaders this week, because you would think that those would be getting hit. But, uh, you know, not yet so far. That hasn't hit so far. Sometimes things happen. The market ignores something until it doesn't. So we'll have to see if if that suddenly becomes an issue. Okay. And we also like looking at uh, the dollar, which did come off a little bit on Friday. But the last two weeks, we did see a notable advance, it seems. Yeah, I mean, that's related to the yields and also the weakness overseas. The U.S. looks stronger. Dollar is improving. Mm-hmm. And now let's take a look at software stocks at the chip sector. So here's the IGV ETF software stocks really kicked it up a notch this week, Ed, with IGV up five and a quarter percent. Yeah, really big move. And it's not, you know, okay, yeah, this is, you know, geared towards some of those mega cap software names, but there was a lot of software names, big and small, a lot of them uh, AI related or, or beaten down cloud names that are coming up. So really strong. Nice to see this kind of breadth. And I mentioned chips. So here's a look at SMH, a big week for chips with SMH up eight and a half percent. And it seems like we saw a lot of uh, entries for, you know, potentially actionable names in this sector this week. Yeah. And uh, this is you were saying you don't want to, you know, let them all go. I mean, and some of them are gone. And that's that's so you have to be ready for that. Uh, but some really big, really big moves. Uh it, you know, it's, it's amazing. Again, this was something just a week ago was not right. looking so good. It was like, oof, you know, you, if we saw any more losses, you'd start to really be concerned. But then mm-hmm. it just turned on. Right. There's a reason why we look at uh, these indexes and ETFs on a weekly, if not daily basis, Ed, because all of a sudden, like you said, one day can be the day that things really start to turn and it seems like... Uh, the beginning of this week was that time for the chip sector. And now let's take a look at LTH. This is Lifetime Group Holdings with a setup. So uh, a non-tech name, no earnings coming, but we did see a nice move on earnings towards the end of April and a pretty constructive pullback in the works. Yeah, so it's really tightening up. It's been finding support at the 21-day line. It pulled back a little bit and came off in part because some other gym operators had bad results, but Lifetime is, you know, it's been doing well. Uh, and so it's holding, we've seen a number of stocks like this, or they they broke out after running up and now have pulled back to right around their buy points. Uh, and that's basically what this has done. If you want to treat this as a high handle, well, you'd probably buy it on the breakout of that handle, break of the downtrend, which would be the same thing as the buy, as the, Cut base buy point. point. Yeah. yeah, so it's the same thing there. Uh, you know, it is profitable again. It's you know that's 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 trending up again. It's trying to take advantage of the pickleball craze and definitely uh, read about that. And the it was our IBD stock of the day today. All right, definitely need to check that out. And now let's take a look at MTH from LTH to MTH. 
Meritage. This is one of those builder stocks that has been performing so well this year. And we did get a pullback this week to the 10-week line. Shares down uh, just shy of 4%, but it's been able to find support at or above this 10-week line all year long. Yeah, and I, I, I think you could sort of treat this as the first test of the real, real test since clearing the base. Uh, if nothing else, so this could, and it's pretty, it's actually back in the buy zone technically of that prior base, but if it rebounds, if it rebounds from here, it's not going to show because it's so well, but if it rebounds from here, you, you know, maybe gets back above Friday's high or the 21 day line kind of thing that could provide an, uh, you know, provide a, an entry in it uh, in another week, this would become a flat base. So that could be a new opportunity because some of these home builders have been running for a while and haven't really offered an opportunity. Right. So that's something out there. It's not there yet. And we'll see how things go. They, they've weathered uh, for the most part. This one pulled back, but a lot of them really weathered the, the higher rates this week very well. So uh, nice pullback here. See if it can rebound, offer an opportunity in, in the coming days. And while volume did pick up, it was roughly average this week, it still doesn't stand out uh, or stick mm -hmm. out like a sore thumb compared with the nice up volume that this stock has had since bottoming. Yeah, this one really had nice volume as it was breaking out a few weeks ago. You're right. Okay. And last but not least, let's take a look at Mercado Libre. It too is finding support along its 10-week line and it does look like it's forming a new base here, Ed. There's some pretty clear resistance that the stock has formed. Yeah, you probably could have treated it as a flat base for a while because it sort of had, you know, barely got above, you know, where it was. So it's been sort of consolidating for seven weeks. But now it really will have a flat base on a weekly basis. You know, it'll show up in MarketSmith in a couple hours is basically what it'll do. Uh, so right at 1337 kind of thing. So it had a really negative reversal on earnings. Yeah. I mean, I, that was ugly, uh, but it's come back. And so... Uh, after that day, it's found it's traded at the 50-day line since then. The numbers still look really strong uh, on this one. So uh, this is one that you know has been acting very well and uh, nice to see that growth. Not a whole lot of things, especially outside of some of these AI kind of things. You're not you know some of the growth levels that this one has had uh, are really impressive. So that's something to to be looking at uh, down the road, but you know hasn't quite moved out yet. All right, Ed. Well, as we look to next week, clearly NVIDIA is going to be very important uh, to this market. What else should we be thinking about for the week ahead? Uh, well, I mean, I think that uh, you've got to take advantage of these things, as you say early on. What you want to do is be have to be ready. So this is why you want to have your watch list ready so you can get it. Not like, oh, wow, that's moved up 8%. Oh, my. You know, it's like at that point, well, it's already getting up there. Now, as it turned out, some of those names kept on running, but that hasn't really been the, the pattern of the past several months. Uh, you don't want to be buying extended stocks. So you want to have those watch lists ready. And, you know, on some of these extended names, you may also want to consider uh, you know, taking partial profits, you know, you have to, or at least at the very least have a game plan. Well, what is your strategy for these things? Because some of them have made huge moves. Look, NVIDIA has doubled. So if you bought that, you wanted to hold out the whole way through, but something like on, on just tumbled 20% this week. So what do you do in that? You know, like, obviously it's still up, you know, from, from the, for the year, but for people buying it on the breakout, they probably wiped out all their gains. So you have to, 
you have to balance the possibility of massive gains with also making sure that you don't uh, lose all your gains. Because we have seen some of these round trips as well in this kind of volatile sidetrack market. Maybe we're now in a different mindset, but definitely have a game plan for your winners as well. We'll have to see what next week brings us. But thank you so much, Ed, for your analysis and insights. Really appreciate it. And thanks, everyone, for watching. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back more with more on Monday, starting with IEBD Live in the morning. And we hope you tune in for our daily morning live stream, investors.com slash IEBD Live, where we will get the team spots on where we're at in this market, trade ideas, portfolio management strategies, and so much more. So we'll see you there. And again, have a great weekend. Bye now. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.